0: When people come together in collaboration, it's amazing what can happen. Since long before a microscopic terrorist invaded the human race, or at least that is how it seems, I have been pondering the difference in all the healing modalities that we have access to. Generally, there are some we tend not to look at as we haven't a clue what they do or we already have preconceived notions of labels applied should we go there. Come on though, we are all made of the same stuff, the makeup and volume etc. may be different but we are all mammals, animal kingdom subjects and we all have minds. Right now some of us are going out of our minds. Some are teetering on the brink and some are just in overwhelm, very few of us are as calm as we would like people to believe. It's a hard path to walk when the road signs are not clear and the compass points are not recognizable. How can we feel it is so difficult to just open our mouths and say, I am tired, I need some help, I don't know what to do slash believe slash say. When you are stressed, confused, or worried decisions and choices can be difficult. There is also the fact that when we do realize we may require a bit of professional help, we don't really understand the myriad of modalities for healing and well-being that is out there for us. The range is vast, and how do we know what will suit our needs best? It was therefore time to stop pondering and gather together, via the magnificent platform that is LinkedIn, a quorum of therapists from different modalities. The object being to collaborate and allow people access to people they may not normally recognize as accessible, available, or indeed qualified. There are many different ways to approach the healing of ills. For each of these approaches, there is a method. We are coming together to show support for each other, and that includes our clients. In collaboration, not in competition, because the most important thing is well being and good health mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. Holistic. Medicine for the soul, mind, and body. It can still be done remotely. Stay tuned for the series. We invite your questions send them to info at spiralheart.co.uk put tick questions in subject box. We may not be able to answer each individually but we shall collate and take as many as we can. Be well, be blessed, be loved, be you.
1: This is Leslie Marsh talking for Shamanism Scotland and I'm going to tell you a little bit about a journey that I had in 2019 when I got to visit my Shangri-La. You see, since the age of about six years old, perhaps a little younger, I've had more than just a hankering to visit Tibet and at the age of 60, I finally got there. It brings to mind the old saying of spirit takes its own time to bring your dreams to light and the very old, be careful what you ask for. Why may you ask, since I have had my dream come true? Dreams and wishes are the stuff that make our Shangri-Las, are they not? That place that exists between worlds, the perfection, the paradise. I never stopped believing that one day I would get to Lhasa. Why? Well, I had a happening when I was very young. I would have been around about five or six. And something happened and I saw something deep in the depths of the night. I was woken up by a strange voice. And I did actually wonder who it was. But I kind of went with it because I've always been that way inclined. I never stopped believing since then, because once you have something like that happen, it kind of changes things. From that moment on, I had nothing but the desire to get to Tibet. I learned all I could about it. I would learn about the Thodo Bardo, the role of the shaman and their belief systems. And one more thing, I was gifted a dream. A dream that sustained me when things were bad, when life got a little bit too much to handle. I would dream a dream of Tibet. It was a dream that I connected with the spirit of Shangri-La, even though I was always very aware of the turbulence happening in Tibet, what is deemed by the occupying country as the liberation of the Tibetan people. Though they were not actually given the choice. The spirit of Shangri-La, the spirit of being at one with nature, with the world, with self, with everything, is still there. The people are curious, ever smiling, and hospitable, always. I received a blessing from a lady in the Batala Palace, the former residence of the Dalai Lama, which was so beautiful so amazing to me but it just had the right essence of being in that space and Tibet is a vast and unique space there's so much there that is in two planes of being the earthly plane and the spiritual it all comes down to energy in the end it is always energy and a great deal of that energy will be required to redress the balance not just here but elsewhere too. I remarked to my husband that we could almost kiss the sky. Yes, Jimi Hendrix did jump straight into my head. The sky was so close, close enough to touch. It is, after all, called the roof of the world. I caught myself on occasions thinking of chicken licking. Perhaps it was a little bit of the altitude. We were there to circumnavigate Mount Kailash. And that is a sight to see. The prayer flags fluttering in the morning breezes made it all the more magical and sacred. Kailash is already a sacred place where it divides four rivers. There's a lot of magical and wonderful mystical energy there. And I'll bet there's an awful lot of stories that people could tell. There are a few ways to get up and around. First way is to walk better be really fit. The other ways are by pony or by yak. Our kit bags were taken up by yaks. This is a dying mode of transport. The yak is being edged out of its place in the Tibetan culture. There are now incomers of European breeds of cattle being farmed. The yak is a nomad's beast, you see. A nomadic life, it seems, is is to be something that it used to be. Less than It's a great pity, a great pity indeed. Like the reindeer people of Siberia and Mongolia, one idea, one ideal has supplanted a whole way of life, a whole way of understanding of how to be with the land and the animals living there, and to be of those too. I am indeed grateful to have been able to be there. Now, before the wealth of wonder and magic and culture disappears, Watching the monks debating the wonderful way that they challenge each other with slaps of their hands, clapping their hands together and pointing and saying, now where are you going to go with this? Your theory is wrong or your theory is not being held up, I think is what they really say. It's a thing I will never forget and it warms my heart to know I was there.
0: When people come together in collaboration, it's amazing what can happen. Since long before a microscopic terrorist invaded the human race, or at least that is how it seems, I have been pondering the difference in all the healing modalities that we have access to. Generally, there are some we tend not to look at as we haven't a clue what they do or we already have preconceived notions of labels applied should we go there. Come on though, we are all made of the same stuff, the makeup and volume etc. may be different but we are all mammals, animal kingdom subjects and we all have minds. Right now some of us are going out of our minds. Some are teetering on the brink and some are just in overwhelm, very few of us are as calm as we would like people to believe. It's a hard path to walk when the road signs are not clear and the compass points are not recognizable. How can we feel it is so difficult to just open our mouths and say, I am tired, I need some help, I don't know what to do slash believe slash say. When you are stressed, confused, or worried decisions and choices can be difficult. There is also the fact that when we do realize we may require a bit of professional help, we don't really understand the myriad of modalities for healing and well-being that is out there for us. The range is vast, and how do we know what will suit our needs best? It was therefore time to stop pondering and gather together, via the magnificent platform that is LinkedIn, a quorum of therapists from different modalities. The object being to collaborate and allow people access to people they may not normally recognize as accessible, available, or indeed qualified. There are many different ways to approach the healing of ills. For each of these approaches, there is a method. We are coming together to show support for each other, and that includes our clients. In collaboration, not in competition, because the most important thing is well being and good health mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. Holistic. Medicine for the soul, mind, and body. It can still be done remotely. Stay tuned for the series. We invite your questions send them to info at put tick questions in subject box. We may not be able to answer each individually but we shall collate and take as many as we can. Be well, be blessed, be loved, be you.